Welcome to the Perpessence Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dusso. I'm going to try to keep this one short. A shorty, but a goody. And I have a few announcements I want to make on this episode. I'm trying to go for something a little different now. I haven't really talked about this and... You know, we've been around for a little bit, so time for some change, and I have a a vision in my head, and I want to make that manifest, and I want to keep, expand this content is what I want to do, so I have a couple things I want to talk about there, but, uh, I'll uh, wait for a little, I'm going to dive into this and talk about that a little later. All right, so I finished The Witcher, The Last Wish. It is a novel, and it was a Netflix show and a video game originally. First, it was a a book, and I listened to the audiobook because I listened to what I do, housework, at work. One of my kids are annoying, <laughs> driving in the car. So it was really good. Lots of fa- high fantasy, and that's what I like, and the human condition. And, well, yeah, I'm going to say spoil alert, put it out there, because uh, if you don't know anything about it, I'm not going to like really give away any of the storyline, but I'm going to talk about it. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, if you want to watch The Witcher or haven't finished it, perhaps uh, don't listen to this. But, you know, I, I wrote some notes, and I'm not spoiling it, but uh, if when I'm riffing, I might spoil it. So let's hope I don't. So The Witcher, The Last Wish, is uh, the main character's name is Geralt of Rivia. And he reminds me of myself. He, uh, Geralt is, uh, he's a, he's a big dude. I, I'm not like a, a, a big dude like Geralt, you know, but, uh, you know, in, in the physical appearance, I don't see myself like that, but more of the demeanor and the character and like, um, the human, his human condition and, just uh, the way he holds himself and all that. For the longest time, I wanted to be something, someone that I am not. All of my mentors and people I'm influenced by, I wanted to be. But they are not me, and I am not them. I can't do what they did because it's already been done. They did what worked best for them. And now I have to do what is best for me. And Geralt has the same problem. He's not human. He's a witcher. He's special. He's bred for hunting monsters. He's a has a special genetic gift. And he was, he's good at it. He's really good at being a witcher. 
but he's not like other witchers. He has a code. He only slays monsters and not humans. And he has decided that he is not going to choose between lesser and greater evil. He'd rather not choose at all, which is a choice in of itself. He'd rather let things come as they may naturally. And uh, he wants to be human really bad, but he's not. And he needs to accept himself for who he is. And I'd like to say we're all like that. I think it's a relatable thing, but it personally tugs at my strings because that is exactly what I have went through and continue. I'm continuing going through. We're never done with our journey. And I need to be constantly reminded that I am who I am. And that's why I always have to sharpen my skills. That's why I may appear to be always busy or always working. And it's a joy to me. It's not work. It's fun. It's what makes me thrive. So it's not like I'm trying to shut something out or I'm a workaholic. It's the exact opposite. I'm actually living life with curiosity. I'm living life experiencing it, learning, being a student of life. And if I want to continue doing that, I have to keep doing it and get better and better. Just stumbling around, just seeing what works, meeting new people, having fun, building relationships, building current relationships, making them stronger. setting up my own codes and I do that I talk about my codes like my morals I talk about that and I stand by them I have to because you have to have something in life there has to be some kind of like manuscript some kind of manual and you have to make your own. Everything you buy has a manual. There's not like a universal manual for everything. So why would it be for everyone? Everyone's different. That's why I like Geralt. He has his own code unlike other witchers that may or may not have a code. But he has his code and he abides by it always. And that's what I strive for. And I always remind myself of that. Because what kind of man do I want to be? I get to choose at this current moment when something happens. Okay, something's happening. What is the best decision? Long term instead of short term. What kind of person do I want to be coming out of this? Do I want to... Do I want to keep my character? Follow the moral code. Coming out knowing that I did my best. That I may have failed. But at least I kept my dignity. My character. My pride. My spirit. None of that is crushed. 
a crushed spirit is far worse, worse than a damaged body. You ever seen like prisoners that all is lost, they have no spirit, and then there's prisoners that have their spirit. And there's books written about this, or biographies, or journals written from people like this, and how strong they mentally are. They overcome their environment because they're stronger than their environment. You know, not all, at all times is the environment we're in in our, is in our favor. Things go good, and the way this world works is chaos is going to happen regardless, no matter how good your life is. Something is always going to happen. It's randomization. It's a roll of the dice. Now, we get to choose the outcome on that roll of the dice. We get to choose how we perceive it and how we want to come out of it. How we want to go about it. Now things happen fast. We Sometimes we react by emotions, by primitive emotions, instincts. It's our brain trying to protect us. So... We have to try to override that, but things happen. We're humans. We're not perfect. We have to try, though. And that's why communication's key. Because we can admit to our faults, but also when we admit it, we learn from it, and we try to be better next time. We don't just go, oh, I'm sorry that happened. I don't know what came over me, and then keep repeating a cycle and having patterns. If someone starts having patterns and they don't line up with your moral code, then that's when you can make a decision of that outcome because they're not willing to better themselves and learn and respect you. But, you know, if they do respect you, they work on it. Because when you respect someone, you you like them. They impress you. You look up to them. No matter if they're an equal or higher than you, you know. And they wanna they wanna do good by you. So that's really important, you know, finding out patterns like that. And I, I feel Geralt is like this, very similar in the book and, and in the show, too. So it just really rang true to me. So finding out your moral code, it takes time, your boundaries. Basically, what derails you? What kind of things derail you and send you down a path of destruction? figure out what that is okay you know you don't like that you don't want that in your life so perhaps you don't want that 
in someone else's life that's connected with yours, that's intimate or personal or really close, you know. But then uh, look at the look at those things that derail, and what causes those? What can, what is something you can do to work on that? And like, cause everything's a domino effect. Everything is tied in together. So what kind of things can you do to build self-control? Having a little self-control is key. I mean, if you have to pep talk yourself before you go into a situation, you know, if you need help, you can ask. If you have to watch a bunch of YouTube videos and read books and constantly remind yourself who you are, do it. You can just talk it out loud, write it, express it. Find a way to build that self-control. Usually a good way to build self-control is to do something constantly on a regular basis, a daily basis. It builds self-control. That's why martial arts are really good for kids. Learn self-control. You're doing something daily. You have a mentor, a master. You're learning that your body can be a weapon, but only when needed. Something that's destructive, but you use your body as peace. So, yeah, you can find a way to do that. At least start, you know, do something regularly. What can you do? It's really, it's more important than you know. And you probably know it's really important. But once you practice that, other things in your life starts being self-control and you start to overcome things, overcome your environment and the people in it because you're stronger than them. You have boundaries, emotional, physical, mental boundaries. They're huge. And you have control over it. You have control over letting certain things in your life affect you. And it's not easy. I'm always working on it we're always working on it you know so Geralt also travels around the world and comes back with new tales experiencing new experiences gaining wisdom and making new friends and that's what I strive for as well and I talk about this a lot Experiencing new experiences. It's just what I feel that I'm made for. Like, it's just in my blood. I thrive for new things. And I think my favorite part is sharing that. So meeting new people is awesome. But sharing my whole life, my 
all my experiences, all the people I meet with someone else. I don't think it can get any better than that. I like sharing what I have with people. Or else, like, what good does it do? Like, yeah, I have fun and everything. That's great. But sharing what I feel inside with someone else, I don't know if there's a feeling I can compare that to. It's just electrifying. And then if you have an intimate partner, a companion, a lover, or whatever you want to call, and you're doing that, that's deep intimacy. And I don't, don't really hear about that much, you know? Maybe one, some people go on one cruise or go to Mexico or Jamaica a year, which is definitely cool. But like, what about the little things? What about, you know, window shopping, but not really buying anything, but just goofing around, looking at all the little shops? What about looking at the sky? What about checking out new parks? Going to events? Food, learning to cook? Learning to do new arts, activities? Taking a class? All this stuff. We're, we break up and divorce and all this because we get bored. We get stuck because we're meant to thrive. I mean, people can cheat or whatever, but like they probably do it because they want something new and no self-control. So... I mean, self-control is going to, that's going to be your ground basis. That's like the first layer of the house. It's what you build everything on. So, yeah, I think that's why I think new experiences are key. And anyone that knows me knows I am adamant about that. And it's something I actually do. Uh, a quote I really, really like. There's no point in looking over your shoulder. Geralt of Rivia. Yeah, there is no point looking back. Because it's behind you. If you learn and try to be a better person than the person you used to be or the people or environment or anything that affected you back there, if you try to be better than that by every step you take, that is a journey towards a better life. And who doesn't want a better life? You don't have to like 
strive for huge things to have a better life. You can work on little things. It's the little things that matter. It's the little things that make up our whole life. It's the little things like puzzle pieces that put together a big picture. And kids remind us of this, like picking up a room. You can't just pick up a room. They don't know what to do. They've never picked up a room. So you start by, hey, that toy over there. You see that toy? You think you can put it away? Well, how about that that book? Can you put that back on the bookshelf? You know, how about that blanket? Can you put that on your bed? Can you fix that rug? See, I'm very proud of you. You did all those very well. That's how you clean your room. And that's what we do in this house. You got to show by example because you had to do it as well. But by consistency, discipline, you will build someone, a little kid, into an adult that hopefully that rubs off on them, you know? We all have something, though. I'm bad at putting clothes away. But I'd like to say I clean up a little bit. I think I'm all right at that. But, yeah, looking at that past, man, I've been saying this a lot. If you're thinking about the past, you're in the past. You're living in the present is the past. And by doing this is by not thinking about it. Because thinking about it builds those neural pathways. By not thinking about it long enough, those pathways can be rewritten into something else. That's why experiencing new experiences is huge. Because you build new pathways. And you're neurologically happier. Because you're not living in an environment that is your personal hell. And yeah, it takes work, just like anything else. Working out, eating better, drinking more water, going to work, picking up extra hours, building a family, creating art. It's all fun at first until it turns out, oh, wow, this is actually work. So got to get out of that cruise control. Man, I'm already going way later than I wanted. All right, so first I want to talk about what I'm going to be doing. So, Perpessence has been around for a little bit. Um, in November, it'll be three years. And I know that's a ways away, but been around for a, a minute. And I want to try to do something. I want to... Uh, I have a website. It's com, And that's my hub. Do everything. My, my music is there. My podcast is there. My show is there. I have a blog on there. And I want to, I am trying to revamp it. And there's a, uh, I pay for the website monthly. And I think it's like 10 bucks. But there is one on there that's like 25 bucks. And it does a lot more. And there's a, 
a, a login on there for members and they can view members only content and I want to do like maybe a course on there like maybe keep it short like five minute episodes and like there's no fluff and it's straight to the point and it's super specific and I'd have to talk to some people and see what people want and what would be some good courses or good subjects to talk about and we can go that route I, I would really like that uh, I have Q&A's on there so you ask me anything and I can cover a whole question on an episode and just keep pumping those out for people um, just really like cater to the audience where the podcast I do cater to the audience but like in the podcast the audience doesn't talk back so I don't know exactly what you guys and gals want this is more of my free thinking like just verbally just diarrhea <laughs> skin everything out which is really good for me and I get a lot of good feedback I think people do enjoy this and I'm gonna keep this going for sure but like I want to add more so on the website and I know people are always going through something and there was this quote let's see if I can find it I heard it yesterday I wrote it down. It said, here it is. It says, happiness is not what you achieve. It's not solving your problems. It's finding the problem you love to solve over and over again. And this is something I like to solve over and over again. It brings joy to my life. And that is talking about like the human condition and what makes us tick and how can we better our lives just by being better people. And I'm not trying to do no woo-woo stuff and, you know, if you think positive, you'll be positive kind of thing because shit happens, man. For real, depression comes out of nowhere. Anxiety comes out of nowhere. and We all feel it. Some get it onset. Some get it like it's in their genetics. Some, you know, it's just a bad experience. And I think by sharpening our tools, we can be prepared to take on things and heal from them faster and actually heal from them because a lot of times we just suppress it. So that's, that's what I like to do. I don't want to solve your problems per se. I want to give you the tools to solve your own problems. Because that's what I had in life. And I got that from just making music. I had men tons of mentors and some just really helped me to help me. Like, And that's kind of like the philosophy I have. And I applied that to my actual life instead of my musical career or whatever you want to call it. So I applied that to my real life and uh, learned open new windows and kept learning and, and here I am now so yeah that website so 
here's I want to do that website, but here here's the thing. It costs money. And I do a lot. I have perpetence. I have BS with Brian and Spencer. I have Hitch. I have my music SoundCloud. I have a, there's probably things I'm missing. And I pay for all those. I mean, it's my cho- choice, you know. Um, but I pay for all those to be available so people can enjoy them because I want people to enjoy my content because it's awesome. So I want to make this a real thing. I've been, I've let it known that I work at a factory and I want to work for myself. I see that. I envision that and trying to manifest that and I need to get the ball rolling. So what I'm doing is asking for help. And this can be done by sharing content. Perhaps letting someone you think would be able to be of assistance. Uh, it could be a guest. It could be just someone to share the show with that has a little buzz. Another way you can help out is uh donations and tips and I'm not forcing anyone to do that but if you do want to help out that'd be awesome and I'm thinking perhaps that's how the membership will be on the website is the people who donate doesn't matter how much it is can be a member now if you do a lot if you donate a lot, I'll definitely try to find a way to repay, maybe like coaching or maybe, I don't know. I'll figure, I'll definitely figure something out when that comes along, but you know, anything helps. So yeah, I want to get that ball, ball rolling and I'm definitely going to keep a list of the people who do donate and keep in contact and like I'm, I am serious about this. This will happen. I have shown the dedication and the self-discipline and the consistency of this podcast for it being here this long. Most people give up right away because they don't have any uh, listeners, viewers, or audience. And we have a good amount on this show. Now, here are ways you can donate or tip. And this, this will, I'm, I want to pick up a camera. This will go towards that. This will go towards the website, uh, merchandise. It will go towards the actual business of Perpessence. So it's going to be used in the right way because this needs to get off the ground financially. All right. Here's how you can do it. So I have a cash app. You can download this on your phone. Cash app. And the username is dollar sign perpessence. I have a Venmo. And the username is at the, the at sign. At perpessence. I also have a PayPal. And you can search perpessence at gmail.com. 
You can also feel free to email perpessence at gmail.com for anything. Or go to the, my website, briandusseau.com, B-R-Y-A-N-D-U-S-S-E-A-U.com, and you can contact me there as well. The uh, PayPal link, there's a, uh, a paypal.me link, and it comes up as paypal.me slash B-D-U-S-S-E-A-U. And I'll put these in the show notes. That way uh, you can copy and paste or, you know, you can see it. But those are ways you can help out. And uh, one more quote I want to leave. And then uh, got a uh, something for you at the end. Catch your partner doing something right. The Gottman Institute. We always nitpick and look for the things that bug us, give us anxiety and jealousy and anger and uh, resentment and like always point, get trying to find something wrong. But if you try to find something right in your partner, you tend to see more of that. You tend to be a little more appreciative, thankful, because then you start looking at other people and you're like, oh, wow, I got a good one, you know? Because your partner does do a lot of things right. And it's nice to be recognized. All right, so I have one last thing I'm going to leave you with. We had our first live show, live audience with uh, BS with Brian and Spencer, which is really new. And uh, I'm going to leave you with a little little bit, a little segment. And uh, if you like it. Go on YouTube, search in BS with Brian and Spencer. Put it in the show notes. I highly recommend watching the live episode. But yeah, you can watch them all. They're all good. We get a little crazy. So this is different than this show. This is where on BS I'm wild. You know? Got a wild side. It's my yin. This is my yang. You know? So definitely... Like I like being funny. I like being silly and goofy just as much as I like long thought out discussions and everything, you know? So there's multiple sides and I don't always show all my sides all the time, but I do try to be genuine and try to like, like express in everything I do though. So here it goes. All right, so tell me why I'm getting hair growth what? ads on Facebook. You're getting hair growth ads on Facebook. There's <laughs> got to. I'm not even going bald. No, I? it's got to be a commonality. Okay, so look, hear me out and call this as conspiracy as you want to. But I don't Google search. Where's my hair? You don't have to. Somebody else does, though, that is your age, and they... Is it my doppelganger? They, it might be your doppel... Oh, doppelgangers. Yes. It fuck, might be your... Fuck doppelgangers. Why? I have one at work, I, so so I've been told. You have a doppelganger? Yeah, it's a tugger driver. Is it your Ezra Miller to Grant Gaston doppelganger? He is that. Oh, have you met? Did you give him the Barry Allen line? I said real fast. <laughs> you said <laughs> super, super fast. fast. <laughs> Wait, you have a doppelganger at work? So I've been told. Hey, is he on first shift? We walk a lot. I feel like it was should... on the other side. 
Oh, bullshit. Yeah. I feel like you're cheating on the other side with our side. Yeah. Every walk we take, it just gets worse. Every walk. It's like a white snake song. That white snake or Y&T. Depends <laughs> on how many guitar solos you want. Still doesn't solve my hair growth issue on Facebook ads. Yeah. So how do you. Okay. So you've not Googled that. Are you sure? I have not Googled that. Listen, this is a safe place. Are you sure? I don't think I have. Am I balding? I don't. Is that balding? No, no, no. I feel like I'm not balding, but how would I know? Because are you like preemptive though? Or are you like, like what do what I do if? It's a curse. Balding? It's, I'm going to go bald because well, of these Facebook ads. Does it run? Well, you think like Facebook has like control over whether or not you go bald? Yeah. What? Zuckerberg. Is that his name? Or Zuckerberg? Zuckerberg. I Zuckle. like, wait. A little Zuckle on my Zuckle. I like Zuckerberg <laughs> better though. That I, I, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. So, so he has ergo all the power of the internet and in knowing what you think he has the power if to. If anyone knew he, it would be him, right? That's fucking weird. That's weird because one guy who couldn't keep a friend his entire life is in charge of a social network. Yeah. Even and they just added a dating app to it. And Tom was his neighbor. Tom was it. Poor Tom. I know. His last name was Thompson, if I'm correct. Tom Thompson? Yeah. I Wait. What? Mm-hmm. It wasn't Smith? Mm-mm. I feel like this boy popped up on my top eight one time and I just never paid attention to him. <laughs> Dude, that this, was so brutal, though. Tom in a lone white t-shirt, just like, please accept me. <laughs> Here, I'll put myself as number one and we all replaced it. <laughs> Nobody kept Tom. Mm-mm. If you kept Tom, if you guys kept, if anybody kept Tom in their top eight. Yeah, but that's punk rock. That is punk rock. And we talked about this. And like Dead Kennedy's punk rock, not that fake like Green Day bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this punk rock. Punk rock? Yeah. The, the, what the punk real, rock really is. The real conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not a simple plan. And definitely not. Mm. Hair Britney loss, Spears. hair loss ads is not oh, punk rock. No, hair loss ads is not punk rock. Neither. <laughs> Just uh. <laughs>